Welcome, everybody. Hey, it is May 8th. It's the second weekend of May. And last weekend, of course, was my mother's 100th birthday, which was interesting. And so this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, your host. And today we're going to be talking to an absolutely wonderful astrologer. Her name is Virginia Bell. And she's just fabulous. Uh, she's written so many good things. And um, she's written one book, which I'll have her talk about a little bit. So anyway, we're going to be talking about that. And also on the celebrity of the week, we have on Bill Gates. Okay. So Bill Gates is interesting. And, you know, he was born here in Seattle. And so it, it's interesting. We probably I, we can probably track him a little easier than the rest of the country does because he's still local here. So he's not even that far from where we are right now. He lives in Medina, and we're in Bellevue here. So that's just around the corner here a bit. So I hope he's listening. (laughs) Oh, well, maybe not. But anyway, we're going to talk about him astrologically and also what's going on in his life right now, which is significant. So many people have already heard about it, but I'll talk about that in the feature itself. And then we're going to be talking to Ms. Virginia about a lot of things. We're going to be talking about the Saturn Uranus square that's been going on. I think it's passed a little bit, but it's still an influence because those two together are really, they buck up against each other really well. Saturn is really structure and Uranus is breaking out of the structure. So we already have that built into our hardwiring a little bit. And that's happening to probably just about everybody. So anyway, that's going to be a very interesting topic to talk about as well as other stuff too. So anyway, we're going to take a break right now. And when we get back, we're going to be bringing on the Astro Celebrity of the Weekend. We'll probably, we're going to try to get on on Virginia with us. So, okay. So anyway, that it is. And this is the Jupiter Rising Show right now. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio. And right now, it is time for Astro Celebrity of the Week. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) That's the Microsoft XP intro. Oh, wow. That was so short. I can't believe it. So anyway, okay, and before we do that, we're going to bring on Miss Virginia Bell. We have to do her on phone because the Zoom isn't working right. So, hi, Virginia, how are you? On your end, I thought I did. I did some. My my computer went off, and I need to hold on for a moment. I brought Bill Gates in the other room with the other computer. <laughs> I mean, his chart. Oh, hold good. On one okay. So anyway, um, let me describe. She's going to go do whatever she's going to do, and I'll tell you a little bit about about Mr. Bill Gates. Uh, he's born under the sign of Scorpio. He's born October 28, 1955 at uh, 10 p.m. approximately, 
PST, Pacific Standard Time, in Seattle, Washington. So that's not a big surprise. And so um, he's got a lot of stuff going on right now. I didn't mention it before the break, but I, I am bringing it because I tend to do people that are in the news that have co- fallen into the news or have risen up to the news, depending on the type of news they have, you know, so that that um, so we do people that are very currently in the news and what's going on in them in their lives. So. What we know is that he and Melinda Gates, his wife, are getting a divorce after 27 years of marriage. And that's just really, to me, it's kind of sad. But there are reasons always for this. And I'm it's kind of looking at a bigger issue that as a lot of people are writing about this, is that people that are older in age are getting divorces later on in their life. And I'm not sure why that is, but I have a guess at it. And I'll talk about that in a minute with, with Virginia. Since Virginia's on, is Virginia on? She's on? No? I'm here. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Saturn Uranus. I, I felt Uranus kick me in the butt when my, my, my computer uh, turned off. I don't know what happened. Yeah, really, you want to kick it right out the door, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what perfectly bad timing. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about Mr. Gates. Yeah. Um, oh, how interesting, Eileen. Isn't wow. it, though? I mean, I, I was looking at uh, the pile of transits that he's got, which he's got a few. But the yes, one, one of the major major ones is Pluto going into his seventh house. I saw that. Okay, that's that's big. Big. You know, Pluto brings a death, not a physical death necessarily, but in the seventh house, a death of a relationship. That's right. Exactly. And then also, uh, Saturn is going through his seventh house as well. So right. you know, and it'll make a, a, a you know it'll go retrograde on the cusp of the eighth. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, you're right. It's 14 degrees. Uranus is on the cusp of the 11th. Yes. Now, that's big because, you know, the 10th house is our career. It's our status. Yeah. You know, it's it's a Capricorn house, but the the 11th is the house of Uranus and Aquarius, and it's about freedom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, no, and... The thing is, okay, I have to tell you about this because I did, was oh. doing that this morning. I was looking up on Facebook under the news section, see what was going on. I like to see if there's any breaking news. Yes. Well, <laughs> there kind of was about yeah. Mr. Gates, about him having a once-a-month partner. Yep. Whoa. I know. <laughs> I said, well, that certainly would be Pluto in the 10th, 12th, or 7th house, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Secrets. Well, it wasn't a secret to um, Melinda. She, uh, that was part of, I guess, when they got married, he was understood. Yes, it was part of their agreement, you know, that there would be um, once a month he'd be with her, the other woman. So, I mean, a lot of us people are going to just kind of go, oh, my God, how weird, how awful. But, you know, when you think about it, you think about it. I thought about, this may be the way that relationships go in the future. I thought because he's kind of a you know somebody who stands up there and kind of has the crowd following him. Yes. So it seems That's to me interesting. The, it, it seems to me the possibility is that the people are also going to examine this very same issue in their own marriages. You know, can I have a, an out? You know, 
a, a day off or something or a weekend off from the relationship so I can go mess around with another woman. I mean, yeah. it, it just seems rather unfair to the partner. But if it's agreed upon, then that's something else that's completely different. And we don't know if it was sexual or not. They may be close friends. Yeah, that's true. We, uh, you know, again, we don't know. I think it was once a year. Was it once a month or once a year? That once they had a month. Vaca- once a month for well, a that, long that's weekend. that's a whole different ballgame then. Yes, it is. I'd say that's it is. That's a huge difference. Yeah, that, that's on regular contact with somebody. No, not just that, a, then that's like a side deal. You know what I'm a saying? A side dish. Yeah, I yeah. get it. <laughs> so, uh, it, you know, I, I thought my first impression of it was I thought, well, that's interesting. And I said I wasn't surprised, nearly even remotely surprised, yeah. because... You know, being a Scorpio, there's all sorts of stuff hidden in a Scorpio's life. You just never know what it is, you know. And so you would expect something like this to kind of creep out of the closet. Especially with a Scorpio sun and an Aries moon. (laughs) Um, Those people are unstoppable. They have incredible determination and large appetites for life. Yes, they do. A fighter and a strategist. Absolutely. Silent intensity. I'm looking at my notes here. Um, they find conflicts where others see um, immense desires, you know, ability yeah. to motivate and inspire people, magnetism, um, but also, you know, impatient, intolerant, yeah. moody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, that's a powerful combination. Um, it is. It really is. Things because both, uh, well, you know, Scorpio and and um, Aries too are very dramatic. You know, and brings a lot of life love crises. Born yeah. to win and born to fight. Pluto, Pluto and Mars. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at the chart, and it looks like that the Sun and the Moon are really close to inconjuncting each other. In degrees. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, three degrees away. Plus, um, Uranus. Uranus was opposing his, I don't, opposing his, um, let's see, oh, Uranus, Uranus was opposing his son, okay, so June and October of 2019, April 2020, but then it went direct this January, January 14th, it direct, made a direct um, going forward at six degrees, that's one degree away from an opposition to the sun. Exactly. Yeah. So that maybe there was this uh, the last couple of years things were brewing and then it really maybe that was a decision. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree with that because I don't know why I was. Oh, I, I know why I was thinking this. Uranus in the first house. Hello. Yeah, hello. I mean, Uranus I is pretty prominent there. If you like me, fine. <laughs> yeah. It's not interesting. Exactly. Yeah. I was saying, yeah. where's the prominent Uranus here? I forgot. Oh, yeah. And, first and house. Look, it's making a square to the sun. That's correct. Yep. And of hello. course, he's so innovative it, with high tech stuff. So, I mean, that all makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, the thing of it is, is that. When he's having a Uranian moment, which I think he did for the last couple of years, stuff was starting to be shaking out a little bit yeah. in his marriage. And this was mm. just probably it, you know. Pluto's not quite to his seventh house, but it's close. But it's sitting there. It's sitting on his cusp. And it, I mean, you know, when a planet goes retrograde, especially one like Pluto that moves the slowest, yeah. it's like digging its heels in, making things very apparent. Yes, and of course, that rules his sun sign, so it's extremely yeah. important to him. So Absolutely. you have all of these things happening all at once, 
you know, and it it seems to me that, um, that on some level he's looking for his freedom because he mm-hmm. needs that anyway in the worst way anyhow in his own life. But, you know, um, he had a very successful marriage with Melinda. I mean, as far as setting up the Gates Foundation. One one seems, it seems that way. And she's got, I, there was no um, actual time for her. But no, yeah. I have her chart right here. But, but she does have a Scorpio moon. Yes, that's true. She does. And that moon, interesting, squares her Leo sun. Yes, that's true. She's no pushover. I mean. (laughs) But she can at least understand him. Yeah, yes. On some and she level. has all the Virgo. He has no um, no Earth and no mutable in his chart, Bill oh, Gates. Kidding? No Earth at all? No. Whoa, you're right. He doesn't. Yeah, and no mutable at, oh. at all. And she does have. Yeah, she has um, four planets mutable. She has Virgo, so he she brings in the mutable and the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. She has four Earth signs, actually, with three in Virgo and uh, another in, in Taurus, Jupiter and Taurus. Okay. Wow. So he, yeah. has, um, he has pretty much fixed and, um, and, and the other one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cardinal. fire. Fixed, cardinal yeah. and fixed. Fi- yeah. Six planets in fixed uh, and also four planets in, in fire. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you have all that, but he doesn't have any ability to be flexible. Basically. No, and you know it's interesting that Moon up in the tenth house is opposite Mars, and that often can be a mother that um, yeah. is a lot of raw energy close to the surface. That's true. You know, and and also that you know that can be the person also. I mean, it can be the mother, but it's also you yes, know it's him, him as well. And what's interesting is that. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, you know, with the moon in the tenth house, often someone can um, uh, can be influenced by their mother. Yes, as, absolutely. In terms of their career, for instance, um, Prince uh, Charles. Pardon? Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Exactly. Moon in the tenth. Good yeah. example. And and like um, Brooke Shields, her mother. Uh, she was the sun and moon in, in the tenth. Her mother pushed her into modeling. But what's, what's interesting, I, I dug out my book, um, Mountain Gladwell's The Outliers, last night. Oh. And, you know, he writes about, um, he's so brilliant, about people's success and what it takes. And he says about Bill, Bill Gates that his, you know, his father was wealthy and his mother was also the daughter of a well-to-do banker. Yes, that's and, true. Um, yep. And Bill was very bored with his studies, so his he, they took him out of public school, put him, him in a him in, yeah, place High called school. Lakeside. Lakeside. Now, yeah. they had a computer club, and there was a mother's club at school right. Ooh, who did yeah. a rummage sale every year. Now, this is not a cheap rummage sale. These are wealthy people. Yes, I know. Then yeah. the, the mothers got together, and they um, decided that this year, they every year they um, would you know, take the money and do something right. with the school. Okay. That, that year, they yes. in, this was in the 60s. 68 that that year they decided to put three thousand dollars into a computer terminal wow that's amazing you know what we have to take a very quick break here that's you know and that's that's stuff i've actually heard about because living in this area of course we know all about him right right. yeah you know the story (laughs) yeah we kind of do okay so we're going to take a break really quick here and we'll be right back here with miss virginia bell this is the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio 
This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, May 9th, it's Best Bioenergetic Synchronization Technique and Energy Code Sunday. Linda Rasmussen will join me in the studio, and she can help you or your animal friends with physical, emotional, or behavioral issues. Plus, she's going to have some special features for us. Hope you can join us and plan to call in. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and with me is Miss Virginia Bell, astrologer from New York City. Virginia, um, as far as I was just thinking about his chart, you know, he has Cancer Rising, and yeah, he also that could has, be very secretive too, very protective, very private, right? Oh yeah, and and often the sun in the fourth. I mean, like that's just yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, mommy, mommy, mommy. <laughs> you know. Well, you know what's interesting. Also, I just mentioned this in the outliers uh, uh, later. He says then this is not astrology, but it's fascinating. All of those guys. Um, Bill Gates, born in 55, Paul Allen, 53, Steve Ballamer, 56. These are all major icons in the computer world. Eric Schmidt, 55, Steve Jobs, 55. They were all born around the same time. Yeah. That's because the old computer guys, they really couldn't, you know, they already had jobs. They were not going to go into this new thing. And the ones earlier who were younger... They just weren't up to it yet, They, right. you know. But these guys who were born, you know, around 55, they computers, these big, they were like, you know, rooms, entire rooms. I know. They had, they had that um, opportunity. Mm-hmm. I just yes. find that so fascinating that they were all born around the same time. And interesting, Jupiter and Pluto conjunction in yeah. Leo, that's a, a sign that is kingly. You know, I'm born to do something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And especially in the house of money. Well, hello. You know, of course, you know, like megabucks, you know. (laughs) But um, I just think it's really interesting because, you know, his his parents were and his father, uh, Bill Gates Sr., was a managing partner in Bogle and Gates law firm here, which is the most powerful law firm in the city. You know, and um, I know his mother was very socially active. So, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know that much about her, but um, he's very, very socially active. And he was kind of all by himself, you know, in school. That's was why he, he changed school. Was he only child? Uh, no, I, well, a sister or something? I don't even know. I'm going to have to look that up. I have no idea. Because it doesn't look like from the, from the map he has any brothers and sisters, but we don't know that. But yeah. he, he has an older sister named Christiane. Oh, and thank you. Younger sister, Libby. Thank so, you, Nathan. The fourth of his name in the family. Okay. So now we know. Okay. Yeah. So so he has an older sister, right? And a younger sister. And it's just, so he's a middle child. Oh, that adds even more stuff, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then middle child syndrome. Gee, talk about, you say overachieving, but maybe not. But, you know, he he really needed to go on a different track, quite honestly, with the son Uranus Square and you know, and it's it's just amazing, you know, how he was guided along a particular way. And that he, opportunity of being, you know, in that school that they yes. bought the computer. Yeah. Um, 
And so also that Saturn Saturn Venus conjunction, you know, can be, you know, a lot of a lot of um, well wealthy people have that combination. Yes, they, that's true. Trump does. I mean, a lot, lot. But that Venus Saturn also can be a lack of self love. Yes. Oh, yes, it certainly so again, is. You know, working hard, Saturn, to yeah. get respect. Yeah. And obviously money, you know. Yeah. Um, money equals what, he, what is loved, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I remember thinking about that with Trump's chart, with the Venus uh, in Cancer conjoining Saturn. In the 11th, I mean, the 11th house is where you actually need to have love, you know. And so it's up there in the 11th, and it's not getting much because Saturn is up there. And it, it curtails the Venus expression. So I said, no wonder he's behaving the way he's behaving. <laughs> you know, not getting enough attention, not getting enough perks, not enough. And obviously being very brainy, but very mental, not yes. emotional. Right. I remember reading um, in one of Ray Grassi's um Things that he wrote, he said, oh, he's excellent. Isn't yeah, he wonderful? Right. Yeah, he really is. He wrote Super. about Saturn Venus being a real uh, indicator of big wealth in a person's mm. chart. Yeah, yeah. Know. I've read that. I've read that somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, he says because it seems like they're working so hard to get the wealth, you know, to fill in that hole, which is very deep, unfortunately, mm. and they have to fill it with something, you know. Yeah. So they're filling it with with um, you know love equals money and vice versa. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so he, you know, the thing of it, he has that moon in Aries right at the top of the chart. So it sort of said, well, you really should do self-employment. <laughs> sort mm-hmm. of did that, didn't he? <laughs> well, it has a very independent kind of chart. Yeah, very very independent. And that and the um, moon makes a trine to Uranus, so that Uranus is powerful. That's it's right. connected to the moon, connected to the sun. Yep, exactly. And you know, and he's had Uranus in square to his own Uranus for a while. It's gone out of orb by now. Right, right. The sixties, yes. Yeah. yeah. So that that is definitely what we'd call um, a weird midlife crisis. A little bit later, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah, because we have that. Um, you know, Uranus takes 84 years to go the, all the way around, the right. midlife, the 42, and then there is, um, again, 21 years old, for another time of yeah. freedom, and then around in the um, in the 60s. Um, yes, yeah. right, exactly. So, so, I mean, all of this stuff that he's been going through right now has basically had its, its uh, eggs laid in the earth yeah. for a while. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like the way you said that. That's true because <laughs> Uranus would have been squaring Uranus um, around 2018 when, um, well, Uranus was also getting close to the sun. Yes, so that's that right. Yeah, things, yeah, you're right. The things had been um, yes. brewing. In, it's been in the, brewing in the, in the soil. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, oh, it's too funny. Anyway, it's so fun how you can see things astrologically coming aboard and. You know, when he did announce this a few days ago, I really wasn't too surprised, you know, yeah. because um, his wife, whom I've seen in interviews, she's very smart, extremely yeah. smart. And she's basically got her whole financial f- future set up. I guess he handed a bunch of money to her once they yeah, separated. I read that she did not ask for any 
They, it was never no. a prenup, and no. she was not, she's not, which means that, you know, there could be, she could ask for money, but she just was walking no, away from that. No, she, she was given some money by um, my bill, one of his financial things that he has, and he just handed it yeah. over to uh, her. Yeah, she's, she's okay. We don't have to worry about that. No, we don't have to worry. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they've done such amazing things together, which is yes. really sad, and I hope they'll, they'll still do that. You know? Well, you know, relationships like anything else, they, they have their own timing. That's true. And, you know, this, though, does sound a little messy. It's not like a friendly. It doesn't, from the outside, seem friendly, given the, that vacation that he ha- takes every month. Yeah. And also now it came out in the, in the news that he was friendly with um, Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, I know. That, I read that, and too. And that um, Melinda, it said in the article that I read, that she was immediately taken back by Epstein, did not like him at all. Oh, yeah. Very bad feeling about him. Uh, well, you know, I kind of go by my feelings when I look at a picture of somebody or some video yeah. of somebody, and I saw a video of him, and I went, oh, ick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, big ick. You know, yeah. and he's a, he, was a, he was an Aquarius. But um, and he had some really weird stuff in his chart. But I mean, there's a lot more weird stuff in that chart that you can't even see it because it's mm. so bizarre. But I don't even want to go into him anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the other thing about about Bill Gates, though this this um, eclipse, June 10th, yes. is at 19. Uh, it's it's a it's a new moon eclipse. Okay. So 19, the sun is 19, sun and moon are both at 19 Gemini, and that is his south node. Ooh, it is, isn't it? Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'll have to watch that, out for that. Yeah, that will be very interesting to see what happens. I mean, that yeah, could be, that could reveal something from maybe not this lifetime, but a previous lifetime or something. Yes, that, you're absolutely right. And and also, as I understand it, the, the eclipses don't, it's not, it doesn't just happen like on June 10th. It could happen a month or so before or right. after. Well, oh, that's true. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet, but it has to no. be after it, right? The, oh. Yeah. Okay. More, yeah. Well, we'll but keep it also, an eye on it. Yeah, it's, it's also trining Mercury. So there's something, obviously, that things were set up in a way astrologically that he would want to, I mean, so many aspects here. Yes. And it seems to me, too, you know, the first thing I thought of when I heard that he was divorcing her, I thought, he's clearing his slate. You know, it's the first thought I had. Huh? Say it again. Clearing Clearing his his slate. He wants to get everybody out of the way because stuff is going to hit him. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't know where I thought that, but I just thought that, you know. Maybe intuitively. I mean, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that his son and Venus, I mean, they're, you know, they're apart. They're 15 degrees apart. Right. And Venus is in the next uh, house, but the midpoint is 12, Ooh. 12 Scorpio. So he will get that. That's no, yeah, that that's important. Yes, that is. You know, and, and that's it, coming because... You know, you're, uh, Uranus right now, what is it, 11? It's 11, 11 or 12, I think. It's 12 degrees. Yeah, 11. I, I believe me, I'm watching oh, okay. that because my my, uh, my my Taurus sun is at 13. So every day I look how, how much. Oh, my gosh, you're watching it like a hawk. I know. <laughs> oh, poor you. That's oh, well, that's okay. okay. I, have, I have sun on my, um, I have Neptune on my sun right now. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <sighs> 
that that deserves some talking about someday. But that, it's but been that's, that's bringing that's a conjunction. Yep, it's uh, my son is what? at twenty one degrees. Uh, that uh, that Pisces. could bring a new vision. Yeah, it kind of has. You know, it really has, and it's it's expanded my intuition unbelievably. I would imagine. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's You'd really be something. Doing psychic readings now. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that too. <laughs> okay, we've got to take another really quick break. Okay, and when we get back, we'll be talking some more. We're going to talk a little bit about Saturn and Uranus together because they've been together okay. in a square. So we're going to talk about that. This Yippee. is this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk radio on friday manson mitchell welcomed ruta lee star of stage screen and television to talk about her long and varied career on saturday adam shack the passion doctor returns with advice about dating mating and relating when the crisis is past bringing you mastery and mystery one hour at a time since 2007 we are manson mitchell friday and saturday mornings at 10 on alternative talk am 1150 Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we have Ms. Virginia Bell this morning. It's wonderful having her on because she's so lively and wonderful and I just love her. So, oh, thank you. I love being here. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm so glad you do. I, you know, it's, you're very enlightened and extremely knowledgeable. I, you know, I, I really admire you a lot. Oh, so thank you. You're welcome. Okay, let's talk about this Saturn-Uranus thing. Oh, yeah. my goddess. Wow. <laughs> well, this really dominates, you know, the year in uh-huh. a way. Uh, we had that first one, February 17th, Saturn squared Uranus. Okay. And then June 14th. We mm-hmm. have it, and then December 24th, and as I said, I, you know, I have my eyes all on this because I am a double Taurus, so I have been training, like the Olympics, I've been <laughs> training for this <laughs> because it will be, it will, Saturn is squaring my sun as we speak, and oh. uh, Uranus will come to it, so something exciting is going to happen with Uranus, but it's going to be a challenge. Yes, it will. And I'm really trying to embrace this and not get crazy because, see, the positive thing about it, you know, that um, Saturn, you know, called the, the, the bad planet, the great malefic, yes. it brings dis- dignity, self-respect. Oh, yes. It's about time to grow up. We've, you know, anyone, you know, for all of us this is happening, but especially for the fixed signs. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. So we've, yeah. on some level, outgrown ourselves, yes. at least inwardly. And it's time to, to face some, you know, reality. And then again, you know, Uranus, Uranus is exciting. Uranus yes. can be, you know, scary exciting, you know. Yeah, I know. But Uranus, it, I think, you know, Uranus to the sun, mm-hmm. that's about claiming something for yourself. Yes, something that is There's not been be claimed change, before. Change at all costs Uranus, yeah. you know. But not changing who we are, I think becoming more of who we are. Yes, absolutely. Yes, you know, um, I have the square in my chart. I have Saturn, Uranus, square. And oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, Saturn in uh, Libra squaring um, Uranus in Cancer. 
And um, Uranus is in my sort of in my eleventh, eleventh and twelfth houses, depending on what house system you use. Oh, and, and then I have a third house, Saturn, and you know, and that's opposing Mercury, so it's like a double whammy on my Mercury. Gee, thanks. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you know, the thing is that I, the lessons I've been learning about, even though it's really this square isn't really directly affecting me, but it is because I already have them in a square. Yeah. So, the, yeah. you know, that energy is going to permeate my life, too. But I have been learning about really standing up for myself and Ooh, issues that I perfect. have been around that have been permeating for a while that simply yeah. they slough over because it's breaking back. This is about boundaries. You know, the Saturn is right. Yeah. Saturn's yeah. right at the bottom of my chart on the third house cusp side. You know, and so it's standing there as a beacon. It's, it's, it's a sentinel saying, I dare mm. you to get over me. You know, and I realized there are so many things, uh, you know, in my immediate environment that was just getting to me and people, certain people were getting to me and they were wanting me to do stuff for them. I said, no, I'm not doing thing, anything for anyone. I'm taking care of myself. So go get somebody else to help you, you know, Good so, for you. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that never would have happened before, you know, but I know that's one of my lessons I'm learning. So, well, yeah, I think we're all, you know, to me, this. This whole year is, I think I may have said this before, but it's the life-changing magic of tidying up. You know that book by the Japanese woman about cleaning your closets and everything? Right. It's about cleaning up our lives. Yeah. You know, uh, whatever's holding us back, whatever is, uh, we're afraid of, it, it's time. You yeah. know, it, it's time to really step up. And, um, you know, the, the, the problem is that Uranus can feel particularly cruel, Okay, yes, with Saturn it, involved because it threatens our, you know, the things that provide us with the most safety. Yes. But, you know, it's not about, you know, changing who we are, but letting go of anything that is holding us back. Yes. It's, it's necessary changes, too. Things yeah. that have been permeating your life for a long time. And I figure with your, Saturn, it comes right up against it, you know, to the point yep. where you're going to hang on to this or you're going to let it go. You know, yeah. Uranus there asking you that. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the question. Even even, you know, honoring them in small ways. You know, making small changes, whether it's you know, uh, negative thinking or yeah. dietary habits or just making small efforts. Because you know, I always think of the the planets as these great gods in the sky, yeah. and they're looking down and say, "Wait a minute, we want to help you. Why are you? You know, what I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. and if we work with them." Yes. You know, if we really do the Saturn work of stepping up and, and letting go of what we no longer need, and then we take some risks, you know, Uranus into the future. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. To me, and because Uranus also squares my Mercury, it's in a T-square with Saturn, you see. And so ah. I have Saturn squaring Uranus squaring Mercury. So I have to do it mentally, <laughs> obviously. But yeah. um, it, it's always something where I'm right up against something, you know, like I, I'm going down a road and I haven't found any roads leading off of that road because it's not my questions are not being answered, you know, so I have to try another road and try another road until something jars loose. You know, and so that seems like the way I've always taken, especially in astrology, because, you know, Uranus Mercury is sort of an astrology aspect and it's helped me a lot with the astrology. Right. But Saturn is always saying, are you sure about that? Are you sure? Are yeah. You check that over again. Exactly. Saturn mm -hmm. wants to uh, 
you know, yeah, hold on. <laughs> like, hold so on, fast. this is your dad speaking, you know, and we really need to have you make sure that you clean up your words before you say anything, you know. Yeah. So there's always a sort of edit button in my head that's going off, but it's getting less and less because, you know, it's um, it really is a matter of trust. It's trust, yeah. trusting yourself and what you know, you know, particularly yeah. with the Saturn-Mercury in aspect to Mercury. I mean, Saturn and Uranus with Mercury. It's interesting. Right. Yeah. Do you find yourself, because Saturn, you know, with Mercury, Uranus, that would be a lot of, I have Uranus and Mercury conjunct okay. in Gemini, so the mind is very busy. Yes, I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, too much so, you know, mm-hmm. and overthinking, overworrying. But with Saturn squaring that, you would, you know, you're in between here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I feels like, um, you know, sometimes I get a rest from it, <laughs> but mm-hmm. not that often. But, you know, there's always a question. There's always a question laid out at my feet. What about this? You know, and I go, well, okay, let me look at it here in a minute. Let me take a nap first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm a double Taurus. <laughs> we, we yeah, you our need naps, a nap. Our naps and snacks. That's naps what it's all snacks. about, right? <laughs> exactly. And I have a second house moon in Virgo. So there, you oh. see, you see, you know, there is a Taurus influence in my life somewhere. But you, clean, course, you, you, you clean the house before you have the nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. You know, I clean the closet or clean the cupboards yeah. out, too, you know. But um, it's it's a, definitely a sense of familiarity and comfort, you know, along yeah. with, with the moon. And moon's in Virgo, too, so it gets very self-analytical about it all. Oh, but, okay. you know, anyway, so it's, um, I find it, I really started to study my Uranus-Saturn uh, aspect, and I found it fascinating because I thought wow I get to right to the edge and then I'm about ready to fall over and then something holds me back and then something comes along and carries me off you know and says okay we don't have to stay here anymore you can go over the other side you know so it's 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 interesting making room for both you know I always go back to Pema Chodron the American uh, Buddhist nun who says uh, I'm paraphrasing the healing comes from making room for everything the sweetness sadness grief the gladness in other words, making room for the Saturn and doing, you know, doing the Saturn work, but also making room for Uranus and being wa- being willing to make changes. Yes, you know? exactly. In, you know, it's interesting. I think about my dad because Saturn's really kind of about your dad. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think about dad. Dad is a Saturn in the third house. So my dad kind of always talked to me. I say, I'm going to do something, dad. And he goes, okay. And then about half an hour later, he calls me and says, Honey, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> I go, yeah, I, I think so. But the thing is that he had a, a Uranus Sun conjunction in his chart oh, in Pisces, so he was wow. pretty wackadoodle himself, you so know. He was like a, an outlier. Also, he was unique and original in yes, some way. Yes, he was. And when I started doing astrology, I think he was very happy about it. You know, really? He, oh, yeah. He was. He never really said anything. He's a very quiet Pisces. But, you know, there was times, and, and of course, what he had to do, ended up doing is get into the aeronautical engineering type of field, which is oh, totally so Uranus. Kind of brilliant. But yes. Also, uh, it's, uh, you know, someone with, to have that aspect in Pisces, brilliant, but also 
kind and compassionate. Very kind, very compassionate. Oh, he was very, very lovely sweet. Lovely combination. But he was he was nuts, you know. He really <laughs> was, you know. I could see that, especially when his brother came around. Oh my God, they tore up everything. But you know, and he his brother had a son Uranus opposition in his chart. So oh, really, oh wow. yeah, it was crazy time. You know, when those like two guys. like a family trait. Yes, it certainly was. Oh, and I think also on my mother's side, or no, on my dad's side, both his parents were Aquarians. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you can really trace it, you know, you can, where that weird stuff comes from. You know, it's not a, it's not um, ancestry dot com. It's astrology dot com. <laughs> yes, I mean, like astrology slash astrology ancestry. Ancestry. Yes. Yeah, it there is. You go. There's a, a subject. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really something, you know. And then I found out on my other side of my family, on my mom's side. That I was, um, I'm getting off track here, but it's interesting. No, um, I, you know, um, I love I had, the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had a great-grandmother, uh, a psychic told me that I had a great-grandmother who helped me in the astrology. You know, she had died many oh, years wow. before. And I said, oh, says, her name is Annie. I said, oh, that's interesting. I don't know anybody named Annie. So this is when my mom was still alive. So I went to her house and I said, mom, who's Annie? And he says, that was your great-grandmother. Oh, how wonderful that your mom confirmed that. Yeah, he did. And this psychic was just amazing. He said, he, she really helps you with the astrology, you know, really helps you. And I, I would always kind of, you know, ask questions in my head about, I'm, I'm trying to find an answer to something astrologically. And I hear in my head a British accent, just go <gasps> find it over here, dearie. And I said, okay. And I go look, and there it was, you know. And, and I who thought, was that? Was that Annie? Was she of English? Was she English? Yes, she was. <gasps> <laughs> yes, she was. <gasps> yep. And, and I had a picture of her. She was wearing a dress plus GI boots. <gasps> <And> I, <laughs> I wow. said, oh, she has to be an Aquarius. She has to be. And then about wow, a year ago, I found her on Ancestry.com. <gasps> her birthday was February 7th. Oh, my God. How exciting is that? It is. The, my lineage is really interesting. Both sides of the family are Uranian, you know, <gasps> very Uranus. And, and I also have a stationary Uranus in my chart, too. So that kind stationary of bears Stationary planets, that's pro- that can be the most important um, planet in the chart when it it's stationary. It pretty much is. Yeah. I'm writing a book about that, by the way. Oh, good for you. That That's powerful. Yeah, it's really detailed. And it's interesting trying to find stuff that really isn't written about that much. Yeah. You know, it's kind of obscure stuff, but I'm getting it, getting it together. So anyway, okay. So I got off on my track, but, you know, I just had to mention all those connections. Well, it's, all, it's an, an astrology story, so it's perfect. Okay, great. All right. So I love it. <laughs> good. Me too. Okay. So we are going to be right back here in just a minute with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent in Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by providing insurance that pays for final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. Retirement consists of a lot of moving parts. She will help you with Medicare plans that best suit your needs. Medicare is not only state-specific, but county-specific. Having a lot of opportunities, she will help you narrow down your choices 
to one that is suitable for your health and financial needs. This includes Advantage plans, supplements, and prescription drug plans. Seniors can rely on Susan to obtain financial security through many programs that protect seniors from market downturns and guarantee a competitive rate of return with no downside risks. Susan will also educate you on long-term care. This is an area many people do not plan for in retirement. Early planning can protect your assets and provide dignity in your later years. Susan enjoys working with people and has partnered with a Medicare exchange located in Tacoma and Lindwood, Washington. You can talk freely about your situation and you will know when Susan works with you, she can make you feel comfortable in all decisions that need to be made. You can contact her at 253-318-9379 or by email at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKMW Alternative Talk Radio. We are with Ms. Virginia Bell this morning, and we are talking about Saturn and Uranus together. We've been having fun with it, too. (laughs) I went off on my tangent, but, you know, it just seemed to, you know, when you connect dots, you know, like, oh, here's a dot, there's a dot, oh, that connects to that, and, you know. You know, so you realize that I think almost any family will have a specific planetary thing, yeah. a theme running through their whole lives and all their kids and all their grandkids and all their, you know, and yeah, then their parents. You know, yeah, my mother was a Taurus uh, with a Scorpio moon uh-huh. and my my sister actually has moon opposite Pluto. Oh, of course, I'm a Taurus. Yeah. But what's interesting, the man that saved my life, a therapist, um, many years ago, he was brilliant. He had he was born um, May 9th, tomorrow, May 9th, 1914. My mother was born May 10th, 1914. Oh. My mother was mentally ill. She was schizophrenic. And this man was a genius. Wow. And 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 also his son, you know, was very close to my, you know, his son. Yeah, we had my our our connection. I I ended up being friends with him and his wife till they passed. Okay. But also, I he saved my life. He was the first therapist. He was really quite ahead of his time, and. Um, but also he recommended a, a doctor, a psychiatrist for my mother, which, mm-hmm. again, he influenced so much, which really helped her to live out the rest of her oh, life a little fabulous. more kindly. So, you know, with something karmic there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something that's getting passed down by a parent or a grandparent. Yeah. You have Absolutely. to pay attention to it because it, it basically means that issue is still being played out in the family and it needs to be resolved. Yeah. So, you know, and and I think I, I from what I can tell you're saying is that you did get resolution on a lot of that. Stuff. Oh, yeah. And my father, who was very violent uh, mm. towards me, oh, I, I yeah, I healed that and actually forgave him that. I But I had a psychic reading maybe a year or two ago. And the woman said that he oh, in he you know, in spirit, was contacting. He had several number of sessions, like a dozen sessions in, in heaven or wherever that is, speaking with, with that uh, therapist. Whoa. And wanted to know how I was able to forgive him. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought how wonderful, wonderful that, uh, he, you know, he's evolving over there. Yeah. 
Yeah, because... Your life is mysterious. Oh, isn't it, though? I mean... You know, I was looking at a list of, of uh, celebrities that have, that really are affected by the Ur- Saturn-Uranus, and um, Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, mm-hmm. you know, she's zero Taurus. Yes. But her moon is 12 Le- of Leo. Yes, yes, that's so right. So something's up for her. Um, yeah, a lot of... And... and uh, was it Britney? Britney Spears is someone. Yeah, we did her it. last week on the show. Oh, you did. Oh, so yes, you, yeah. we did. Oh, I, how interesting! Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Oprah, Oprah's nine degrees Aquarius. Yes, that's right. So next to her, know, I love. Yeah. I love knowing these things and then watching what happens. You know. Yeah, watch them explode or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. J.K. Rowling, eight Libra, uh, eight Leo rather. Okay. Sorry, eight Leo. Right. Yeah. A lot of looking at the fixed uh, signs here. A lot of people, so interesting. Even um, George, what's what's his name? George Clooney, uh, May six, fifteen degrees of Taurus, wow. and then his wife Amal Clooney is at fourteen degrees of Aquarius. So, be interesting to see what unfolds. What happens when Uranus gets in between the midpoint of those planets? Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. we yeah, yeah, so good fascinating. Luck. Yeah, that's that. Um, you know, it's amazing. I think it's amazing how people show up in the news when they're having a big cataclysm. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no accidents there. None whatsoever. Yeah. And you can usually see it. Of course, you can see it happening coming up ahead of time. But yeah. Uh, but you know, I remember when my my mother died. My ex boyfriend at the time, who was an astrologer, he he saw Pluto coming up on my Venus. My mom was oh. a Taurus. So uh, it would stand to reason that maybe she'd be affected by that. And he yeah. said to me, I think your mom's going to probably pass away. And I looked at him and I said, I think you're right. And she did. So wow. um, both the loss of works, both, as we know. Yeah, we do. And, and actually, it's helped me a lot with the grieving process, knowing mm. that somehow it's probably destined to happen and there's a reason for it. You know, for them and for my dad, too. He also had a huge trance that's going on at the time that he passed away. And I was told by, oh, guess who told me that? Noel Till. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, Noel. Yeah. That voice. Oh, that <laughs> voice. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Someone called him Noel at a conference, you know. <laughs> And, and they live to tell about it? Noel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a very fine astrologer. Yes, he goodness. was. He was fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Amazing that he passed away on his birthday. He, no, he, he I, planned it that way. I swear. Really? Yeah. So anyway, it, it's, you know, I'm trying to think of who else has Saturn Uranus in their chart. Because really the lessons are so profound with those two planets. Mm. Because, you're, you know, depending on what side they favor whether Saturn is, is more, more of an easy road for them than Uranus is, whether, you know, they're either following the rules that everybody else set up for them, you know, which yeah. is Saturn, or are they going to go down Uranus's road, which is they're going to break every rule that's happened around them, you know, and that generally, some part of that will happen in, in their lives at both, you know, those, both of those energies right. will show up at some and point. And then if they have, like yourself, you, you have both, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's making peace with uh, how to work with those two yeah, planets. That's true. Um, and I, I do think that 
you know, in terms of Saturn has such a heavy uh, reputation. But as one gets older, I think we become the wise elder. Yes. Saturn's not chasing us anymore. It doesn't have to. No. We embody Saturn. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I look at the things on t- that are on TV right now, the, the type of shows that are on, and my yeah. Saturn goes, oh, geez. You know, I raise my eyebrows and look up into the ceiling and go, what the heck is going on here? And I think, well, why do I don't not enjoy this? I go, well, and I just heard this voice. Well, you think Saturn is probably, you know, arbitrating this business, saying, you know, that's silly. It's just silly yeah. stuff, you know. And yeah. we don't spend our times worrying about little gossipy things anymore. You know, we're we're doing the things, the work that's important to us. Yeah. 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 That's just super important. So, you know what? It time is over. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, Eileen. <laughs> wow, it's always fabulous talking with you. Really. Oh, thank is. you. Thank, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. We'll have you on again soon because you know you're just you're so easy to talk to and you know everything about everything. So. Well, not everything, but <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. We can, hopefully, you know. I always say I'm most alive when I'm learning. And um, yes. It's never too late to learn. Yeah, never is. No, I'll be learning until I'm in the ground. You know, I'm never going (laughs) to quit my job ever. There's just no way I can. So, anyway, thank you so much, my dear. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. Okay. Now, wasn't she just wonderful, folks? It's just well, she's awesome. Just plain awesome. Okay. Now, on my list there, here are the things to do. Is that we have coming up. Um, I'm going to be at um, Pisa Casa on Monday for doing the uh, After Dark readings at about 4.30 to about 7. I'll be there, and um, you can come down and have dinner with me. The food is so great there, so it's really cool. They have the best salads. Yay. Anyway, so that's at Lakewood Pizza Casa in Lakewood at 12924 Pacific Highway Southwest in Lakewood, Washington. Okay. Then I have the horoscope column that I do every single week. That's... Every Monday, a whole new one comes up, you know, for all 12 signs. So it's a weekly horoscope. And it's about by about noon that they're up. And it's on the uh, KKNW website, 1150kknw.com. And something else that I talked about with my uh, producer to talk about is that I do readings, kids. Okay. And so um, I do readings. I've been doing them for 31 years. I'm going to probably set up a little promo here thing. But um, I'm announcing it now because um, maybe you already knew it, but I'm going to remind you of it. So I do readings, and you can contact me anytime. You can call me at 206-816-0546. Or you can contact me at my website, which is EileenGrimes.com. Okay. And, of course, these are astrology readings. I know you were talking about your intuition earlier in the show. So no psychic readings yet, but you can definitely get an astrology Well, it's probably part of the astrology. Yeah, but I mean as far as, like, you know, purely psychic. Yeah. Well, sometimes we get those hits, but not that often. One day. Yeah, well, someday. I I hold hold a lot of hope for that. But we basically talk about your chart and what you really need to do if you're missing something— if you're calling me with a problem that you can't solve or keeps coming up in your life uh, ad nauseum, we take a look at why it's there and we'll look at why it's up because it's going to be a part of why you are here on this planet to learn about things like that so that you can move forward in your life. Okay, so that was not a bad explanation. So anyway, Nathan's na- he's, he's nodding. Okay, 
Anyway, so uh, now next week on the show, we're lucky. We have Mitchell Lewis on. He's going to be on to talk about anything astrological. This is really quite the astrological month, actually. And then the following week, we have on Michelangelo. And that means i got a lot of prep work to do for that because we're going to talk about the composer, Richard Wagner, who composed the ring cycle. That wasn't bad. (laughs) Anyway, so um, I hope you can all come next week. And you can also listen to the following week, too. This is enough for me today. I hope you've all enjoyed the show. And we will see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio.